0: It's time for the Drives Top 5 at 5.
1: Quitting time on your Tuesday, 5.01 here on Fan Run Radio. It's time for your Top 5 at 5. Here once again is Tucker Harlan.
0: Thank you, Russell. At number one, the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association has named four balls to its preseason All-American team. Pitcher Drew Beam... Was named to the first team. Pitcher AJ Russell and third baseman Billy Amick are second teamers, and second baseman Christian Moore is a third teamer.
1: See Mo. Excited about it, man. We got a squad this year. Tony Vitello and the boys putting in the work. Been reading the the scrimmage reports. I think Ben McKee over at 247 is doing a really good job. Of seems like he's at all those things and. It just feels like there's a better vibe around it, even though we clearly don't have the dominant pitching that we had last year. I don't know, man. I I like where this program is at. Can't wait to see him get after it here in a week out there in Texas.
0: At number two, longtime NFL offensive assistant Ben McAdoo is being hired by the New England Patriots to work under a revamped staff led by first-year head coach Gerard Mayo and first-year offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. Van Pelt and McAdoo worked together in Green Bay in 20 thir- 2012 and 2013, I should say. And you guys will remember Ben McAdoo for his time as the head coach of the New York Giants for not quite two seasons. He was fired
1: yeah, after he was 12 games of that
0: second season. Well, I think they actually made the playoffs in that first year. Oh, did they? But they just stunk the next year and they fired him because they wouldn't start Eli.
1: That's right. That was like the end of... Eli's reign, they're trying to pass it off to Daniel Jones, and
2: yeah, they broke. The, no point in breaking that sh- his streak, right? Remember, he had that streak of starts.
0: Yeah.
1: How do we feel about the staff? Gerard Mayo's put together. I don't know a ton about it, but just like his.
0: I I'm less concerned about the staff than I am personal, the player personnel. Quarterback, yeah, they yeah, a quarterback. A lot of everything, not just quarterbacks. They need.
3: Two or three quarterbacks. Like Zappy's not good. McCorkle stinks.
0: Zappy is the definition of a serviceable backup.
3: Yeah, and that might be the problem. Like he's so close to Mac Jones that like sometimes he'd come in and look way better, and sometimes he wouldn't. See a lot of mocks. Have them taking Jaden Daniels.
0: Interesting. What do we think about him as a pro? I feel like he's a leaner Lamar Jackson from yeah. what I, I'm watching in college.
2: The thing he's going to have to do is – Protect himself. Yeah, he's shown – I mean, we kind of joked about it. It's funny as hell hits, but he, he can't do that in the NFL. He'll get killed.
0: At number three, Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman isn't exactly extending a warm embrace to the Oakland Athletics who plan to build a $1.5 billion stadium in her city. In fact, Goodman said the team's stadium plan, quote, does not make sense – and that A's ownership should go back to the drawing board and pitch a new plan in the Bay Area. Oh. I personally think the A's have got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true, Goodman said. Wow.
1: This is the mayor of Vegas? Yes. They're not wanting to take on that $1.5 billion tab because they're still... She's right, man. I, I The Oakland A's moving, I mean, that's heartbreaking. It's like the seat, the, the supersonics moving or... Uh, I mean, to me, that is just a. Browns went to Baltimore. Yeah, to me, that's just a tradition soaked franchise, man. The Oakland Athletics. Uh, And they desperately need a new ballpark.
3: I mean, it's funny you say that. I went to Oakland a few years ago. I I flew in for a wedding and we drove across to pick a guy up at the airport. Dump. Dump hole. I was like, oh, the Oakland A's. This will be awesome. It just (laughs) looked like. It's in Oakland. Well, no, but it, I mean, there's nice ballparks and you know sketchy neighborhoods sure. all over the place, and this thing was just—it looked like a rundown carnival. No, it wait, was just are, bad. Are you,
1: are you talking about the town as a
3: whole or just no, the just the, just, park just where, the facility? Oh, yeah, it's it's awful.
1: Well, it's the last remaining in use of the old cookie cutter stadiums, 70s. but they had a, renderings for a really cool looking ballpark out there. With, you know, kind of on the Bay Area uh, you, with lots of greenery incorporated. You can tell
3: ownership's been pushing. They, they, that's what they wanted this whole time. They've been wanting to move. They're not going to put any money into a new park until they get to move to Vegas. It's
0: it's uh, sad, hell. man. At number four, SEC basketball season rolls on tonight. Just two matchups in the conference. At six thirty, Ole Miss plays number fifteen South Carolina in Colonial Life Arena. Gamecocks are. Last time I checked, only a three and a half point favorite. I don't know if that line's gone up any. Ole Miss, pretty good. Not bad. We'll see what they can do on the road.
1: You 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 looked like you disagree with my assertion that Ole Miss is pretty good.
0: They did. 18 let, and four. They let Auburn come in there and handle them. Isn't Auburn pretty good? How, about, how about
1: this disparity in a Kimpom ranking? Ole, uh, Ole Miss is 63rd in Kimpom, 30th overall in offensive efficiency. 143rd
0: that's awful for a Chris Beard. Defense. yeah you would
1: think Chris Beard is just defense 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 right sorry I have to interrupt the uh, top five at
0: five here oh. Tucker oh boy I hope I have, we're not uh, stealing number five from no I don't think major you are. breaking
1: news this afternoon let's go to the fan run breaking news desk On three sports reporting that Tennessee and Virginia's request for a temporary restraining order against the NCAA has been denied.
2: That mean we're losing the case.
1: No. TRO would have lifted the NCAA's ban on athletes talking to collectives about NIL during their recruitment. So yeah. Lost a battle. I don't know if it was a battle. You lost a little skirmish here. Yeah. I mean you lost the war, but not the news we were hoping for. Hit my music. Let me get oh, Houston God off the ledge man. here. All right.
3: What are you talking about?
2: Thank you, Russell. Here's the deal. McCann on Twitter, Michael McCann on Twitter, says it's going to be most of these, the temporary restraining order probably wasn't going to get
3: Oh, no, I know. Approved. It just would have been really sick to actually get it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: big thing is is uh the temporary injunction i sent you all this tweet houston you've left your phone at your mom so you can't read it i read it i get my
3: i get your text to my computer okay but anyhow yeah don't be all sad houston i'm not like depressed i just it would have been nice to go three for
1: three i'm kind of
3: depressed are you i wanted it i wanted that
4: tro
1: baby I wanted a TRO so badly, I do not even know what a TRO a was, was? until last
3: week. And now I want one of those TROS. I wanted to see the NCAA get ran over. I wanted to see them bleed.
2: Like, I still think they're totally screwed. It would have been nice to get it.
1: All right, Tucker.
2: This really isn't that bad of a song, is it? We tried to tell Bear. you.
0: There. You
2: protested it early. It's
0: grown on me. Kind of like a fungus.
1: All right, Tucker, finish up with your little top five to five.
0: All right. Finally, at number five, a 23-year-old Russian man recently revealed that he trained and used ChatGPT to filter through 5,239 girls' dating profiles and then date the best matches until he found his soon-to-be wife. Wow. The man says
1: romance is dead? That's
0: some work right there. Uh, the man first made waves on Runet, the online Russian-speaking community a year ago when he tweeted that he wrote an academic thesis using GBT in just 23 hours. A few days ago, the young Russian IT professional once again made news headlines, this time for using the AI tool to filter through thousands of online dating profiles and relying on its tips and advice to find the perfect partner Mm. and then make her his wife.
1: So he was able to use AI to find the profiles of women that were most compatible with him and then he was able to electronically woo them
0: yeah so this guy was not content with like Tinder, whatever other apps he was using and essentially looked to solve the problem through ai and he did he said it's not without its faults though
1: but i mean is he happily married now
0: yeah good for him He did say that one time the AI set him up on a date in a forest in Moscow where an infamous serial killer dumped his victims' bodies back in the 2000s. Oh! So it's not without its flaws. (laughs) A little adventure. I kind of like it.
1: The thrill of dating in Russia in 2024. Hey, baby. Mother Russia. Wow. Wow. In Russia, the online dating date, you colors. All right. Uh, thank you, Tucker. That is the top five at five. We appreciate that. So the uh, preliminary or the uh, temporary restraining order request has been denied. And so now we turn our attention to round two, which is that's the temp- the, the preliminary injunction yes. hearing is a week from today. And that's the big one. To, like the. Do we feel like the chances of getting that are better than getting the thing today?
3: I don't know. Perhaps the, the the court didn't feel it had enough information. Maybe it hadn't had time to read through all the important documents, and they just said, ah, no, we'll make sure we got it in a week. I mean, it's not a
1: good sign. Like, no. It's not necessarily a bad sign, but it's not a good sign. It would have been a good sign if we had gotten the TRO today. Yeah, it would have
2: been a good sign. But it's not the end of the world. No.
1: And it has nothing to do, I, you know, it's just going to be a bonus. Do you think the injunction is more likely than the TRO? Yes. That's where they're going to get into the
2: the antitrust part of it. I think today, the way I read it was basically, and from what I, I was mistaken about yesterday until Houston corrected me, this was all about
3: National Signing Day mm-hmm. and just wanting them to, Not be able to. We're not really gonna sign. Well, that you brought up a really good point. Like we're we're kind of done. Yeah. But I think they were trying to use this this the calendar and tomorrow. It would have been better.
1: It would have been better if we had like five star or a couple of studs that we were really you know in the hunt for and negotiating with that we could have gone and and said hey look like this is timely. I do
2: think it's asinine that they think that. These conversations aren't being had
3: all over. Oh, it's insane. It's You insane. know they are. Like how, the nature of the conversation is a recruiting inducement. It makes no sense. Hmm. Like <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk about money and think that that's not going to impact someone's decision on where they go to school.
2: This is the opportunities you have. What's wrong with telling a young man that?
3: have to ask the folks in Indianapolis. Well, and
1: that's it. Again, you know, I'm not – this is so far out of my wheelhouse, but every time I I read something about it or devote an ounce of thought to it, I just keep coming back to it. It feels like this has already been settled, all this stuff, which is like you you can't put any restrictions on these – yeah, they're they're kids. They're going to use the money to buy a stupid Lambo like Carson Beck, (laughs) but – It's America, and they're 18, it's their choice. So you can't do anything to restrict that. Like, that's already been decided, and it's been decided several times over and over and over, and yet we keep finding ourselves in these situations.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's basically been found to be a matter of fact constitutionally, right? That's what that whole Supreme Court case is about. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what... What, from what I've been able to gather from, you know, Tom Mars and the, and the what it says in that lawsuit that Tennessee's basically – and Virginia are basically alleging that even though, you know, like you said, Russ, that's, that's fact, the NCAA is continuing to try and do it in an underhanded kind of way, in an illegal way. But they're still trying. The bastards. Yeah.
3: I mean they're trying to hold on to their power. Is there gonna be a release on this? Like will the court have a release? Like uh the reason we didn't grant the TRO is for the following and oh we God. Yeah. I think there will be.
2: He hands down a decision, though. Yeah, here
1: it here it is. Yeah. I'll read it. Oh, of course Pat Forty
3: tweeted it out.
1: Hmm. Hold on just a second.
3: That's go like ahead. his music. Oh, it's it, it's like pages.
1: Oh. We got 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. You want to go over <laughs> it a little bit and then report back? <laughs> to That's us? what I was hoping to do, yeah. All right. Quick timeout. The drive continues. We unpack the, the decision today. The court oh, rules 40. against Tennessee and Virginia. I hate him too, Houston. I hate him, too. Is this this the, the Incredibles? Worst. What is this?
5: It's the worst. It's Perry Mason. This bro. is
1: Perry yeah. okay. Mason? is like the I worst part it. of this is that Pat Forty is happy. Oh, of course. I hate that even more than us being sad. I Quick timeout. I, I think I prefer Matlock. The Drive continues. It's Fan Run Radio. Back with more right after this. The Drive. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. It's Russell, it's Bear, it's Houston, it's Tucker Harlan. Federal judge in Tennessee denying today a temporary restraining order that would allow high school prospects and transfer portal players to in two states, Tennessee and Virginia, to communicate with NIL collectives during their recruitment. Judge Clifton L. Corker today ruling in favor of the NCAA in the Eastern District of Tennessee after Attorneys General in Tennessee and Virginia filed an antitrust lawsuit last Wednesday. The decision comes a day before National Signing Day. In Corker's decision, the judge states that Tennessee and Virginia, quote, failed to demonstrate at this juncture the requisite irreparable harm for the issuance of a TRO.
3: The next quote's juicy.
1: Yeah. While the TRO has been denied, Corker also notes in his decision that the two states' merits are likely to succeed. A preliminary injunction hearing is set for Monday, February 13th, so they moved that up. That's uh, Monday. I thought it was a week from today. It's a week from yesterday.
2: No, it's 13th. I thought it was always the
1: 13th. Yeah, it, okay. it was. I might have been wrong then. Uh, quote, considering the evidence currently before the court, plaintiffs are very likely uh, are likely to succeed on the merits of their claim under the Sherman Act. Yeah. So we'll get the big injunction. So is it a different judge ruling on the injunction?
3: I don't think. So. I think.
1: I don't know. Like, if it's the same judge, that's a pretty damning prospect for the NCAA. If the guy who's going to ultimately be making this decision has already said, "I'm," it's pretty likely that you're going to lose.
3: Makes me smile.
1: Yeah.
2: You, we can dig into that tonight, Houston.
3: Yeah, I, I am a little confused as far as what parties will make the decisions like, involved in the court. Mm-hmm. Is it just him? Is there like a panel? No, there's,
2: there's not a jury. It's nothing Well, it was,
3: I know it's not a jury per se, but like, is there a? Is he like the nah, head judge? And there's like a panel of judges? Like, no. Okay. Not I wasn't at this sure. point. That's what I, I didn't think so. but I
2: think he hears all the evidence and he hands down his decision. And then whichever side loses can appeal that to the, I don't know which circuit it would be uh, from there. But then it, then that's when it goes up to like a three judge.
3: Yeah, because I, I thought it was just him. But to Russ's point, that it, it's a little showing the cards there when you're yeah. like, ah, I'm not going to grant you this one. Cause you're gonna get the next one probably. So like- it's
1: basically just our lawyers on at one table, their lawyers at another. The Judge is sitting there. Yeah. The little lady with her typewriter and like you know, Sten- bull is over there. The oh bailiff and um, and they just argue the case. They argue for a little back and forth between the two lawyers. Stenographer, I had. And it. then the judge. He yeah, just, like I don't know if he just makes a call right there or if he's like I gotta go think about it for a while shoot some hoops have a little dinner or whatever ruminate
2: I think, I think usually they like decision like the next one I don't think, we won't find out about it real quick Probably goes over like
1: oh it's Clark, like the is it like it. the Supreme Court where like they make the decision and then you don't hear about it until like three months later. I don't know if it'd be that long, but it, I imagine it would take some time to write the decision. The decision, just release it. You
2: can't. This, that's that's not how it works.
1: Why not? Because he writes. Don't tell me what. Just tell me what it's going to be. Don't tell me what. It's like a woman leaves you, breaks up with you, and she like, wants to tell you all the reasons why you're so lousy and you do this and like, you know, well, it's like my friends uh, and all that. I'm like, apples and oranges. Don't, don't tell me why. Just leave. Just get your stuff and go. No, the
2: the the judge will have to write it all out. Nah, it's funny he mentions that. See, I guess they didn't raise any sh- any problems with the Sherman Act for this TRO is why they didn't get it. Now this this anything. was
3: specifically like this is going to hurt our signing day yeah. if you don't give us this for whatever it is six yeah. days seven days. You still can't believe he that, said, like, based on the evidence I'm looking at, you're going to succeed under the Sherman Act. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> That's basically what. Get ready for it, NCAA. What the Supreme Court kind
2: of told him. Kavanaugh said it off the cuff. He's like, look, I don't see any way around this for you all. Yeah. Your rules aren't enforceable without violating antitrust, the Sherman Act, antitrust legislation.
1: your number if you want to get on the show this afternoon, 546-8200 if you want to chime in and make your presence felt this afternoon on the program, getting ready for Overtime Bill and the Boys. Headed your way next from 6 until 8 on many of these fine fan run affiliates. Let's talk to Andy. Good afternoon, Andy. You're on the drive. Griffith. I don't think so.
5: Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing?
1: Doing well. How are you, sir?
5: Doing good, man. Um, you know, I can't help but think about the old uh, – I watch this on a 30 for 30. It's my favorite 30 for 30, um, but it's the USFL one. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one?
1: I actually have not. No. Is it good?
5: Okay, so the USFL, there was a big deal where – um, they were doing really well against the NFL, and then Donald Trump got involved, and then um, that he kept pushing the envelope and wanted them to go to different times of the year, and he kept trying to say that the NFL was infringing on them. So then he said on their timing to be able to play, I should say, um, but they opened up a big antitrust case, and I don't it might have went. Federal, like, Supreme Court stuff, I think. Um, but anyway, they went, and he hired his uh, big attorneys and everything, and it went all the way, okay? And Trump, they end up winning, okay? But it's like a it's a uh, funny thing because they win, but the judges awarded them, like, $1.33 okay. or something in a check. They've still got the check somewhere. And it's, complete disaster. it's somewhere in like a museum.
2: But he was trying – those guys – Trump was leading the charge on that. They, what they were trying to do is trying to force the NFL into absorbing the USFL, basically what happened with the old AFL back in the day. And they, they thought they'd yeah. be able
1: to do that, and then they'd be sitting on – those two leagues merged voluntarily, right? I mean, they kind of
2: – Yeah, but that's what he was trying to – they were – the way I remember it, they were trying to force a merger, and NFL just <coughs> – they weren't having it, and they weren't going to let him do it.
5: Well, the guy that founded the league, um, he was big on not merging, and he wanted them to be their own thing. And Trump was just trying to cash in on it, but the guy that founded it ended up getting cancer. And he died, and then Trump, they ended up just getting absorbed or whatever, getting out of it. But it was kind of crazy. So – if this thing, you know, if, if this thing goes to the end and then like it's ruled in our favor or something, or maybe not, you know, I wouldn't think it I would think it would be. Um, but if you know, however it goes, if we're awarded some silliness like a dollar thirty three cents, are we gonna have like are we gonna go Shiano Sunday on him? We're gonna have John Reed and you know, I may or may not have been there with a, a pre married Logan Quentin, you know, pre children Logan Quentin down there on the corner. We're we gonna have that with a bullhorn and everything.
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about that. I mean, it, it feels like this is going to drag on for, you know, you got this thing next week. Say we win the injunction. Like, that just kicks the can down the road, and then it goes. Like we we talked about last week, this thing could take years Yeah, to play out. Well, no, – in- I'm really confused.
2: What do you in- think
3: of – The injunction lasts through the duration of the, the case. Yeah. Yeah, until the case is decided. But the case
2: starts with that hearing for the preliminary injun- injunction, correct?
1: Yes, that will be decided next week. But, I mean, it, uh, assuming, like, this goes to we're going to fight it out, whether or not we get the injunction, it's going to take at least months. I, I would be stunned. If, I mean, this, we're talking about the NCAA in courts, man. It takes years. It always does.
5: Yeah, it would, our luck will be that we'll fight it all the way, and then, like, we'll get, like – a month away from you know this is the final decision <laughs> this and they're going to collapse you know like the NCAA is just going to collapse on themselves and just you know so we'll go to our next you know whatever it's going to well, be yeah they're I mean not uh, you know uh, they're
1: they're going to lose ultimately they're like we talked about the end of hour one uh two hour one or two whenever it is I mean they're just surrounded on all sides mm-hmm. right now it's not just us that's gunning for the NCAA you got the SEC and the Big Ten basically saying yeah we're we're forming that we're 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 going to split off we just got to figure out how to do it because it's such a complex venture and you know I I just don't see this being successful to your point like if it did come down to a situation where the NCAA is say we don't get the injunction and they go on with their investigation and they send a notice of allegations and you guys did this this and that and we're going to rule Nico ineligible. You're going to have a postseason ban. Then, yeah, I—I I mean, I think it is pitchfork and torch time. And if that makes me a crazy redneck, then so be it, man. But I mean, they—we can't let them take this football program away from us for doing something that everybody, everybody, else, everybody is else is and doing and is perfectly legal.
5: No way. Oh yeah. I mean. And, and I mean we've got we've got to stand up. It is cool though if we get a feather in our cap, you know like if we're the ones that you know our name is etched on history for the end. We're the know, volunteers, like, man. Impressive.
1: we're the volunteers. Yeah. We're who you call when you need to get stuff done.
5: I remember like like my team you know Titans we, we ended the I consider us ending the Brady era, the, the Belichick Brady era. The end in the playoffs, you know? Just moments like that are are memorable forever, and that would be another feather in our cap. Thanks, guys.
1: Have a good day. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. Brad in La Follette says, "Does the judge not understand that that was a huge spoiler alert? For real, man. I mean, this was a true Hollywood I'm glad he thing. did, though. <laughs> Otherwise, the next week would have been yeah, really <laughs> yeah. been kind of weird. Oh, but the other side of that is, okay, so – we're all expecting to get the preliminary injunction on Monday if we don't.
3: Yeah. Especially after he
1: said... <laughs> Maynardville Mad, Petros Pissed, Lenore Livid, Farragut Furious. Rome County Rage. All of them.
2: I don't know, but he he already came out and said it, though.
1: Roberto is next. Good afternoon, Roberto.
6: I'll be Marable Maniacal. <laughs> is that a good one? I'm trying here. Burn it down. Guys, guys, I have been gone for 10 days. I just got back about two hours ago. I've literally been gone for 10 days with almost no communication to Knoxville whatsoever. And, I mean, I know this is going on, but can you imagine being gone for the last seven to 10 days and having no knowledge of this, being a huge Tennessee fan, and you, like, step back into this and you're hearing this now?
3: Um. Uh, that that's that'd be tough. So, did, were you keeping up with it at all?
6: Not really. No. Oh, I, mean, okay. I know. We're, I know. <clears throat> I know. Essentially, we have sued the NCAA. Is that that's where we're at? We're suing the NCAA as as the state of Tennessee now, not just the University of. And Donnie Plum, and I did read her letter back. Guys, I love that woman. Yeah, she's incredible. And Danny doubled down tripling down everywhere uh i guess you know i say this with the most um love for the university of tennessee i can and i didn't know about the virginia thing until yesterday or the day before and again this is just people texting me things because I've, I've i've been intentionally away um you know i would have felt okay given that every attorney i know is like yeah we're going to win this This hands down like this is a this is slam dunk i wish this was my case I'd be a millionaire tomorrow type of deal. But um, <laughs> the, the fact that the University of Tennessee is going up is one thing, but the fact that the University of Virginia, probably one of the most reputable law institutions in the entire United States, is going up against it makes me feel a lot better.
1: Strength in numbers.
6: Well, and I mean, they, you know, Thomas Jefferson built the school, so I think they know what they're doing around the law the cavaliers um,
1: and the volunteers together fighting the good fight
6: hey i mean are, are we going to end up with some wahoo balls up in the up in the Shenandoahs, guys is that what's going to happen cuz everybody's going to fall in love with with the uh the idea of tennessee and virginia being your teams i got no quarrel
1: with the virginians
6: they were i got no quarrel with the virginians they, they were
1: orange we whipped their ass in football i don't think we really played them much in basketball but it's all what we had that uh Thompson kid, Darius Thompson, who transferred there, yeah, yeah. he wasn't that good. Yeah, sure. So, no, whatever.
6: But nonetheless, I got no I got no qualms with them or the Virginia Techans, as it were. They were orange, too. So, yeah. so But, I, you know, I just, as a person that's been away from it, it's pretty incredible to come back into it and kind of hear what you guys are saying. So we lost a uh, – we lost something today, the TRO, you're calling it. I missed what that is is that just a, like a restraining order yes oh okay so we're, it we would have lasted a week or a restraining order
1: it would have basically oh, bought yeah. us a week until the big one next week and it which was also, the judges hinted that we stand a good chance to win it
2: was also yeah. um the judge we were before today is not the same judge that we're going to be bu- the cases before next week hmm.
6: got it well thank you for the the very very tight skinny there guys uh But I've texted maybe four or five buddies that are attorneys, and they've all responded with slam dunk, Tennessee Tennessee and Virginia are going to just annihilate these guys. Uh, And that feels really good. Um, And I I heard somebody say it earlier, far far be it from us as volunteers to not lead the charge up a hill. You know what I mean? And uh, it would feel good. Um, I've been a proponent of the College Football Association, bringing back the CFA from, like, back in the day. And it would feel good to be the team that that essentially put their finger in the air and said no more zero. Uh, I believe I once said we're we're starting a revolution that says we're not going to take this bleepity bleep from you anymore, and that's what we're doing to the NCAA. We did it. We did it to the admin originally here at the University of Tennessee, and if they do it again, I'm I'm striking for a Shiano Sunday. I'll be there. See you.
1: Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Yes. But if it does. We'll be ready. If he dies, he dies. He does. You got to do what you got to do, man. You're not going to let these guys take down Tennessee football. It's just not going to happen. Mm -mm. People are are worried about it. It's interesting to follow. But, like, I've even heard from some people that these are not legal people, but they're like, look, man, they're, they're not going to not play Nico. They can rule him ineligible. He will be under center when Chattanooga comes to Knoxville to kick off the season. Basically, what I was told. When they're playing the guy, you
3: rule him ineligible. Fine, like we're, we're just gonna trot him out there anyway. I guess so. What are they gonna do? I've always wondered. I don't know. Like, could they? I mean, who pays the officials? Is that the conference? Like, even could they say, "Oh, well, you just won't have an officiated game then." Like, I don't. I don't know. I've always wondered that. You just play it in I mean I don't Memphis know. did it in basketball a few years ago. They just played the kid.
1: I mean, I, I guess you could say maybe they could try and say no postseason and like I mean that that's where it gets here. I mean, we've got a football schedule, right? We've we've got games scheduled. Our opponents are expecting us to uh to come to their place or they're sure. expecting to come here. If these plans are are made and I, I don't see how anybody could could stop that if if we say well, we're, we you, that that's nice that's nice that he's ineligible but we're playing him and you know maybe they say well you can't be in the i don't know do they even administer the college football playoff that's no. the the BCS group right mm mm-hmm. mhm college football playoff committee
2: cuz i thought i saw, saw something last night where they had had made i don't know if they commented specifically about our situation but I'll have to look it back up. Now, if they
1: really wanted to play hardball, they could say, okay, well, I mean, if that's the way you're going to do it, we're not going to include you in our basketball tournaments or in the baseball yeah, tournament. Yeah. That could get ugly. I mean, I, I would think we would sue there. It just keeps coming back to public perception is so united against the NCAA. I just can't imagine them hitting those nuclear options, right? I, I just feel like if we had. To riot, if we had to light the torches and get the pitchforks, I don't think we'd be alone, man. I think the rest of the country would be behind us. You're gonna, I think for yeah, the most part, really, you, you're not going to let this kid play. You're not going to let him play football, and, so, and, and, they, and they played him anyway, and so now you're not going to let Fr- Richard Dale Barnes play basketball? Really? That's what you're going to do? I feel like that would be just you know uh, organizational suicide on their part i agree quick break 865-546-8200 your number to get on the show 546-8200 speak now forever hold your peace the shocking conclusion of the drive coming up right after this more fan run radio on the way Final segment of the drive, fan run radio, wrapping up on a Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. Hmm, exciting program here this afternoon. Kind of uh, just kind of tiptoeing through, uh, covering a bunch of different stuff the first two hours, and then the the news dropped: Tennessee's request for a temporary restraining order denied today, and uh, we will move on to. The request for the injunction next week, which, according to the judge who denied the TRO request today, um, is likely to succeed. The plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits of their claim under the Sherman Act, according to Judge Corker today. So, not the news we were hoping for, necessarily. Lost the battle, but the war is still looking strong. Is
2: very small Skirmish.
1: Yeah. A little skirmish over there. It's where the, the Civil War. They had skirmishes. Skir- you had skirmish and then a battle. Skirmish well, was just like a couple yeah, of guys the in NCAA the woods. the uh, fired on Fort Sumter. Running out. That was a battle.
2: Well, they fired the first shots at us last oh. week. Oh. That wasn't a battle. Not the first. Night. Oh, well,
1: okay. Well, I'm, try- I'm following your Civil War analogy. So, we are the... We're at the first battle of bull run. Well, wait a Manassas. minute. Are, who, who are we in the Civil War in this What's Gettysburg? Are we the Confederates or the Union? I feel like the NCAA is probably the Union trying to hold everything together. And yeah. we're, we're like, no. I don't
0: want to be the bad people here.
1: <laughs> don't want to get canceled either.
0: I don't know.
3: Aren't we the ones trying to free the athletes to be able to we know who we are? be compensated for their work?
2: Got a, got a better analogy. We're Braveheart. We're with William Wallace. We're the Scots.
1: NCAA walked up in here, tried to declare Prima Nocta.
2: Yeah. It's the only problem with Scotland. It's full of Scots. It's filled with Scots.
1: Could be my head in a basket. So we are, so the NCAA, Charlie Baker is Longshanks. And Dondi is William Wallace. Yeah. What will you do without freedom? Yeah. Okay, I, I like that better. I, I didn't want to have to be the Confederacy. I do not want to have to pick up a rebel flag and the stars and bars and no, defend I mean, the they could be a big, big
2: kind of bomb Pearl Harbor.
1: And they tell us we were all great and everything a few months ago, and then boom, Sunday morning, everybody's in bed. Just go ahead and make the Nazi analogy. You know, where the, this is where this conversation was always headed.
2: Nah, nah, can't go there.
1: Der Fuhrer.
6: Nine must be taken Nein. down. Tennessee will not leave. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Tell us everything, omit
4: nothing.
1: Neelan Mafia is next. Good afternoon, Neelan Mafia.
4: Good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, maybe I can uh, maybe I can clarify a little bit of this in some way. If you look at the case like this, like imagine Houston Crest is eight years old, and all he gets to eat at night is meatloaf and green beans, and that's all they ever cooked for him, and that's it. And it's good, and it's got him, you know, it's got him to age of eight, but he's like, good Lord, this is not working for me anymore. Okay, so what he's doing, you've got three steps. You've got a temporary restraining order, you've got a preliminary injunction, and then you have a permanent injunction. Now, what you would want with a permanent injunction is the parents enjoined from ever again serving meatloaf and green beans. You're not asking for damages. You're not asking for money. That's all you're asking for. So the first thing you do is you file your lawsuit, which is it's not the TRO. It's the preliminary injunction. That's actually the first step. And think of it like this. To use, the, uh, use Houston's analogy. The, permanent injun- or the preliminary injunction, which is what we're looking for now, is basically the judge saying, you know, and he said we'd probably prevail on the merits of that. Basically, that's your parents say, or Houston's parents saying, okay, fine, we'll take you to McDonald's. You know, we, we'll, we'll take you to McDonald's tonight. But you're sitting here whining, asking for, you know, a Twinkie before we go, and you're not going to starve to death until we get to McDonald's. That's basically what happened today.
1: I feel like you should have stuck with the meatloaf and green beans. At least you get some vegetables (laughs) in
4: there. (laughs) And the second part of this is the guy talking about asking for damages, you know, uh, and getting a dollar or something like that. Well, the state of Tennessee and the state of Virginia are not asking for damages. They're asking for this permanent injunction. It's really hard for governments to get monetary damages. They can Mm -hmm. ask courts to impose fines, but they usually only individuals can actually and and say the University of Tennessee might have a claim. If they suspended Nico and it cost us postseason and TV money, you know, and all that kind of thing, we might certainly have a claim. Nico, for without a doubt would have a claim. But the state of Tennessee, not so much. So that's why this lawsuit filed using the Antitrust Act is permanently enduring the NCAA from doing with NIL what they're doing. And that's it. In a nutshell. And yep. I hope I hope those examples help helped in some small way. All
1: right. Pretty good legal analysis from Neil and Mafia. Appreciate it. Thank you for uh, enlightening us this afternoon.
0: And eight year old Houston Chris only
2: eating some meatloaf and
1: green beans well you gotta get some meatloaf
2: and green beans nothing put some rolls on that on that, on that plate maybe some butter that sounds like a solid dinner for mom. Ma. mashed Meat- potatoes
1: and gravy would 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 go
2: really good i feel like
3: my though. mom has made that exact dinner mashed potatoes meatloaf green beans rolls boom meatloaf is what kind of meatloaf? On list?
2: the ketchup meatloaf or the brown gravy meatloaf she was a ketchup meatloaf lady so is my mom but i prefer the the uh brown gravy yeah, it's because what was that place called? It was up on campus. They had a great meatloaf sandwich on the strip. It's closed now. It's down near the pilot. It was open when I was O-C-I? there. OCI, OCI, yeah.
1: Unbelievable meatloaf great sandwich, French fries. They had good Cheese burgers beans. back in the- Oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Tucker, you're furthering your education. You're almost complete now. Almost a Full-grown man, ready to be released into the wild. Do you feel like you've received a nice legal education today and the past week or so here on the show?
0: You know what? I actually hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pull up the tweet, but mm-hmm. um, I was just scrolling through and uh, saw a new word that I have not seen before from Adam Sparks.
1: Really? Is it a legal yeah, word? It is. A juicy legal word.
0: Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled M-O-V-A-N-T. Movant? It, Movant? It, one of those two. What? A person who applies to or petitions a court or judge for a ruling in his or her favor.
1: It's a good legal word. Movant? Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of affidavit, too. Yeah, I, I,
0: like, I like, it. like that one. Yeah.
1: Appellate? The uh-huh. appellate court. It's yeah. good.
2: What about Subpoena.
0: That's a good one. one.
1: Spina's good. I'm always a big fan of a quality arraignment.
0: Amicus Curry. What? Friends of the Court.
1: (laughs) Look at the big brain on Tucker.
0: Hey, stay in
2: your lane. Gonna drift over there towards Mounting Mounting Cress's territory, my friend. You're a junior associate right now.
0: I don't pretend to be a legal expert. We do. Yes, we do. All to
3: make Russell laugh. My wife works in an attorney's office, so. Oh! I got this one on lock, wow. boys.
2: That's right, I forgot about that.
1: Practically makes him a lawyer. I just like if they use lots of. Sharp in the commercial. De facto. Hearsay. Erroneous! Erroneous! I'm out of Objection. order, out of order.
2: This whole damn courtroom's out of order.
1: I just hope that we receive due process at the end of mm. the day. That's, yeah, that's that's, a good that's all you want. Especially if we are able to provide exculpatory evidence.
2: <laughs> due process, they get you in a lot of trouble if you're found to be... Uh, not uh like that's a big one with like special ed students that's those cases due process cases i don't
1: know what the hell it means all i know is as long as habeas corpus is adhered to do you know what habeas corpus is no idea (laughs)
2: what pasta commentatus yeah Familiar with that?
1: Yeah. That's an important one. Yeah.
2: Posse Comitatus Act. You don't Uh, know what that uh, one is?
1: I I mean, Bear, all I know is I, I try to practice good jurisprudence. When it comes to this sort of stuff, I mean, I wouldn't want to get caught in a magistrate without proper. Yeah
2: justice?
3: Sure. How do you feel about Voidire? for it. Say it, I don't think. <laughs> I'm for it. Yes, it is. Say it again. I'm like pro say,
1: Dyer? I'm voir dire or whatever the hell
3: IRS it is. Vardar. It's not vor. It's Voidire. dire.
0: Vardar. You're, you're, like you're, cousin-
2: you're saying it with a Tennessee accent. Just fun. Voir dire.
3: I'm sure if Mr. What is it? If Mr. What? Trotta wants to voir uh. die the witness as to the level of her expertise in cars, oh. he'll be more than impressed. Oh, My Cousin Vinny, have you seen it? I have not. What you is you I know grit? who stars
0: in the movie, though.
3: It was many grits. Saute him in water 15, 20 minutes. Put him on a plate and add butter. Marissa
1: Tomei.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How did George
2: Costanza land a date with Marissa Tomei? I want to know. I'm, I'm she at- likes
3: short, stocky, bald men. Too bad he was married at the time. Or was he engaged? Maybe just engaged.
1: Yeah. Susan walked in on him while he was taking uh, out with the pillow. <laughs>
3: yeah. Another Marissa Tomei movie? Yeah, so uh,
1: classic. That's going to do it. Show adjourned for Bear and Houston. I'm the Honorable Russell Smith. Big thanks to Tucker Harlan, all his hard work this afternoon on the program. Overtime. Headed your way next on many of these fine fan-run affiliates. We'll do it again, 3 to 6, tomorrow.